This program is a paid commercial announcement. No statements made during the Thrive Retirement Roadmap Radio Show shall constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on any such matters. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investment, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed. David Bazaar, Brent E. Lim, and Karen Bizarre of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management are licensed to offer investment advisory services through Thrive Capital Management, LLC, a Pennsylvania State Registered Investment Advisor. Office headquarters located in Fort Washington and offices of convenience used exclusively for client meetings in Extant, Yardley, and Cherry Hill. Now on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. The Thrive Retirement Roadmap Show with your hosts, David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management. They know that the road to a successful retirement is paved with consistent care and a commitment to guide the families they serve. David and Brett are co-authors of the book, Roadmap to Retirement, Navigating Your Way to Peace of Mind. The Thrive team has been recognized by Suburban Life Magazine and Philadelphia Magazine as one of the area's top wealth management firms. They've been featured in numerous publications such as the Wall Street Journal, CBS News, Fox, NBC, and ABC as well. But their greatest accomplishment yet is their ability to talk to people just like you about living out their dreams in retirement. Their phone is always open at 800-516-5861 or visit thrivefinancialservices.com. Now, here's David, Karen, and Brett, along with Joe Kraus. And a good morning, everybody, and welcome into Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. My name is Joe Kraus, and I'm coming to you along with David Bazaar, uh, Brett Elam, uh, and in absence of Karen Bazaar today as we begin the final month of the year, December wow. 1st, we come to you here on Talk Radio 1210 uh, WPHT, and that is a great way, David, to, in one word, kind of explain where we are on the calendar. I can't believe uh, we have five Saturdays remaining in 2018, and then the clock will, or the time will kick us over into 2019. Yeah, what do you think it is? Like, is it as we get older, time? goes fast i think that's what it is it's got to be right I mean, that's because we're living longer so we got to stay on the trend you know it's crazy I, re- I mean you know brent and i were sitting in a meeting in topeka kansas in december this time last year you know talking about our plans and all of that type of stuff and we're, we're right back at the same spot i mean it's just amazing how quickly time is flying no doubt about it and and when you do a weekly show as we do here every saturday and you get a chance to talk to the delaware valley sometimes i feel as though the time accelerates uh even quicker because there's preparation time there's follow-up time from the show uh the previous weekend there's prep time leading into the following week so uh it's moving right along brett as the year goes by and as we get closer to the end of the year um i know that your specialty of of taxes and focusing in uh, on things and changes and adjustments um 
are so important. You used the word in our pre-show, uh, savvy, some savvy money moves, and I know that's on your agenda today. I'll give you a chance just to tease the audience a little bit, let them know what's coming up. Yeah, when we get here late in the year, and David's going to be chatting about some taxes um, today, is, is always just trying to make our audience aware of what can I do to put myself in a better position tomorrow. So again, always talking about the present because we can't deal with anything that happened from a year ago. So again, as we talked about updates to Social Security, Medicare, and again, just these last second items with uh, now about a month left in the year, just take advantage of everything that you can um, just because uh, it's it's that rat it's that rat race. You're on that hamster wheel or it seems like we're talking about those same things over and over and over again. But again, just a gentle reminder of things to just get out in front of just to set ourselves up for a more promising tomorrow. No, no doubt about it. And David, it's been it's been an incredible year year for the growth of the Thrive Army. It's been an incredible um, and comforting feeling, I know, for you and for Karen and for Brett as the workshops continue uh, to expand. I'm going to give information a little bit later about the workshops that are scheduled uh, next week coming up. I know it's a busy time, so there's three workshops uh, on the calendar. But that has always, for me, represented the start of the process for people to get educated and to start to understand. Yeah, and you know, we, I mean, we just love what we do. No and doubt. It's just, um, and it's interesting, and a good, you know, we've got workshops throughout the month of December, and this is traditionally a time where most financial advisors are gone for the month. You know, they just kind of think this is the slow time of year, they take off, it's the holidays, people don't want to be talking about things. And, you know, that's not a practice that, um, that, that we have here at Thrive. We, you know, we run right up to the end of the clock, and, you know, we want to make sure that we can still provide information that's necessary, like Brett said, so people can make these good quality decisions. And that's a, you know, that's a really big aha moment that we see people uh, at our workshops actually make. Because, like, I ask a question during the workshop saying if, you know, are there decisions that you probably have made in a particular year without having all the information that when you file your taxes, you look back and say, geez, if I would have done that a little bit differently, it would have been a much more efficient from a tax perspective um, decision that I, I, I could have made. So we talk about that. And I think that's why we're so devoted to what we do is that that information, and you've said it, Joe, many times, is just, you know, people just don't know to even ask the right question sometimes. So, you know, by coming out to a work, Shop, we tend to start a conversation a lot of times. Not only do we answer questions that people have, you know, as they walk through the door wanting to get those answers, we also start new questions in people's minds. Like, you know, is there something that I could be doing a little bit differently about a distribution or whatever it may be? So uh, we love it. You know, we love the growth that we've seen here on the radio show. It makes us. Um, you know, it makes us understand that there's a need for what we do. And I think as long as there's that need, we're going to stay very fired up and excited about presenting it to people. You know, whenever I get an opportunity or I get questioned about the radio show, I start with the title and I start in a very conversational way. Roadmap to Retirement is exactly what the title says, and it means exactly what you expect it to mean. Uh, you need a roadmap as you start to try and not only make decisions for today but decisions you make today you're going to real you're going to realize that result much later on and, and you know it's really i think fun and interesting for us here at thrive too you know i've been doing this a long time and you know the business can easily get very 
wrote, you know, like kind of the same thing over and over and over. And because of the workshops and because we see so many people on a weekly basis, we are constantly getting challenged to expand what we know what answers we have to come up with to solve these roadmap questions that people have. And that is actually through this process, our radio show and doing these workshops, it's, it really got us thinking about the deliverable, which I'll talk about at the end of the show, of what we want to put in people's hands so that they genuinely do. You know, <laughs> Karen and I and the family, you know, we're planning a trip to Europe this next July coming up in 19. And it was funny because we went to the bookstore over the weekend to get some travel guides. And I remember as a kid, you know, like if we took a road trip to like Florida or something like that, you would go to AAA and you get one of those. I think they were called trip tickets where each page was like a different um, part of the map so that, you know, I mean, obviously we didn't have GPS and all those types of things. And, you know, I kind of look, you know, it, it kind of reminded me that when we hand people, quote unquote, this roadmap, which is what it's actually called, it is really a step by step process, social security, Medicare, taxation and retirement, an overall stress analysis. And then are you and is your portfolio positioned correctly to kind of weather the storm and make sure that your assets last your lifetime? That's a great roadmap for people to follow during retirement. This is Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show as we come to you on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Uh, the first workshop to tell you about is on December 3rd. Uh, that's coming your way at the West Whiteland Township Building, which is located in Exton. That will start uh, at the 7th. Uh, then we'll follow up on the 4th of December at the Haverford Community Recreation and Environment Center in Haverford, PA. That's at 7 p.m. And then followed uh, by a workshop on the 5th of December at the Indian Valley Library in Telford. Three workshops, December 3rd, December 4th, and December 5th. Go to thrivefinancialservices.com for information uh, to sign up and get registered for the workshop. We'll take our first commercial break. When we come back, Savvy Money Moves by Brett Elam. We'll get into that conversation after the break. Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show coming your way on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. Counting this week, only five weeks remaining, five Saturdays remaining in 2018. And we thank the Thrive Army for being with us every Saturday morning on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. Brett Elam now joins us and uh, welcomes the audience into a conversation about savvy money moves. Kind of threw me off in our uh, when that topic or that headline uh, first came up. So I'm excited to sit back, listen, and take lots of notes, Brett. Yeah, as David said, a lot of our competition is slowing things down as we get past this Thanksgiving holiday. But for us, it's a sprint through the finish line, which the finish line is midnight of December 31st. So uh, again, And can I say this on behalf of all of your clients? Thank you, because that's important. This is a time of the year where your foot should be on the gas or you have to make some decisions or at least think about them. So well done. Thank you to you. No, we appreciate that. And again, it's why we came up with, with thrive. Again, we, we, we call ourselves educators and advocates out there in the community because so much of our competition, all they ever want to talk about are your investments, your investments, your investments. But again, needs to work hand in hand. And David spoke about the thrive retirement roadmap review. We talk about investments by all means, but income distribution, 
tax efficiency, and then how does healthcare fit in? I'm going to touch on each one of those and, and why are some of these topics, again, some of these savvy money moves to make before the end of the year. So we get to the end of the year, and there's always things that, again, we think we've set something else up and we can put it on autopilot for the rest of our lives, but we like to talk to our people about, uh, and here's some basic things, Krause, things to think about. Updating your beneficiaries, making sure they're all correct, whether it's a second marriage, whether somebody passed away, some maybe it's a child who's fallen out of favor. Again, we talk about sometimes kids are in the will, sometimes they're out of the will, things, things like that. So updating beneficiaries. Another big one, like our friends from DelVal. Always looking at on an annual basis, should I be looking at my auto and homeowners policies for possible opportunities to save money? Again, they do a great job of working with uh, a lot of our clients, a lot of our listeners here on the radio, too, is finding opportunities to be able to take advantage of those. That's a big deal. Um, definitely going to be talking about taxes between David and I. Um, between the, the, so I'm going to leave that as a, on a general basis right now. Credit reports are always something to make sure that things are on top of. I had a client recently who thought things were well, and next thing you know, there's something fell through the cracks, and he was unable to get financing for some something that should have never have happened. So again, a lot of us, as we enter that retirement age, or even if you're pre-retiree, it's always good to just stay on top of making sure things are where they should be. But very first thing I wanted to touch on is talking about required minimum distributions. We talk about it quite a bit. I'm going to touch on it in a couple of different ways here is we have to take them out. If you don't take out your required minimum distributions by the end of uh, when you hit 70 and a half, so assuming we're hitting 70 and a half this calendar year, we need to take out, as the first year, we need to take out required minimum distributions. Again, 99.9% of the time you are going to do that. Um, sometimes we hear Krause, um, when people hit 70 and a half that first calendar year, the IRS allows for you to defer that very first distribution. However, we're not necessarily big fans of that sometimes because when we talk about some of the domino, we always talk about the dominoes here on the show and during our workshops of understanding one action over here can cause an opposite reaction over here. So when we understand that any income that we pull from an IRA is going to show up on a tax return, whether I want to move it into a Roth IRA or simply I just want to put that money into my savings account, it's going to show up on the tax return and understanding some of, uh, obviously you'll pay a little bit more in taxes by taking that distribution, but understanding how um, it could affect your Medicare becomes a big deal. So I'm going to touch on that. Touched on it a little bit last week. Sometimes it's worth pulling some money out um, because you've already gone through some different surcharge levels. Um, so again, just a continuation on our shows, just again, moving those puzzle pieces along of things to do before the end of the year. So again, make sure you stay on top of those required minimum distributions. Um, Another big one is managing withdrawals from a taxable, tax-deferred, and a tax-exempt standpoint. So I said a mouthful there, different buckets of money. We always talk about buckets and understanding those buckets are all treated differently from a tax standpoint. And again, it's why we're so busy, especially in the fourth quarter of the year, is we kind of have a good snapshot. 11 months now into the year, we kind of know what that income is going to look like for the rest of the year. So we can start making some decisions here being on the, the five-yard line, if you will, things to do to take advantage of what I can for this year, but to allow for them to provide for maybe a little bit more efficiency, again, in all those different years to come. So again, understanding, hey, there may be, again, conventional wisdom says, do not touch your IRA 401k, 457 of the sorts. 
until you hit age 70 and a half. Again, if you're a regular listener or a new listener of the show, we're, we're a fan. Sometimes you may want to start that even a little bit earlier um, than that. Again, conventional wisdom tells us to do so. Um, and I think the one thing that's important to point out, which I've certainly learned over time, is that the scenario as an individual, I'm speaking directly to the listener now, your scenario is going to be different from the next scenario, from your neighbor scenario, from another family. Uh, you it's, said it. it's going to be so different. So, And that's why it's so important. Uh, and I love buckets. I love how we visually manage things and how you put things in buckets because that's kind of what we have to do in order to understand we've got to be able to look at different buckets and make decisions so i didn't mean to get you yeah, off track there it, but that's that's my thought you said it krause and it's when david karen myself the rest of the team here thrive when we sit down with people it drives us nuts and especially people are are, are self-managed and by all means it's great that you're self-managed but it's like where do you get your advice and it's like Kramer on TV or I'm reading Money Magazine or and again good information but again they're talking about broad brushstrokes that's always important it's where we feel of where people find a lot of value in us is somebody able to connect all those different puzzle pieces here's a big one past decade we've been talking about people making money making money making money making money in the market this is the first year that all of a sudden the market's looking a little rough I mean the past six weeks in the market almost maybe almost 10 weeks now if you will have been rough that's out there in the stock market. So sometimes we've been talking about taking long-term capital gains just to take long-term capital gains because you can in a very tax advantage situation. But I'm dealing with a client right now. Here's a big one. They had the opportunity to take $20,000 of long-term capital gains this calendar year, had a parent who passed away. They invested money about a year ago. Guess what's happening this year? The conversation I can't have with them. There's no gains. One year ago, they put money into the stock market, and you look at what the stock market's done over the past year, there are no gains. In fact, we're seeing losses. So I have another client who's actually coming in on December 11th. Again, we're busy that last month of the year, where he was going to be looking at between his pension and his Social Security, a single individual, was going to be at about $83,000 in taxes in terms of his taxable income. And again, if you're a regular listener of the show, Medicare surcharges for an individual starts at 85000 so here's something to think about. I'm going to start connecting some of these puzzle pieces. Okay, He has some mutual funds at Vanguard. Okay, Great company. We, we're big believers in Vanguard in here as well. And why we need to wait until the last part of the year is what they call our capital gain distributions that are passed through from your Fidelities, your Vanguards, all mutual funds that are out there. Okay, You thought last year was a bad year. And again, the, the, these companies, Vanguards and Fidelities of, of, the, of the likes, couldn't do anything, but they could not avoid passing through these distributions. But what I have in my hand here is the list from, looks like October 31st. So it was just published a week ago. And what it is, is Vanguard Funds, the title of this, Vanguard Funds Expected to Distribute Capital Gains in the Year 2018. And Krause, if I hold this page up, I gave you the first page I have on there, but you see how many different mutual funds are going to be paying distributions. So let's think about that. The stock market's down this year. But a year ago, after almost a decade run, they couldn't do anything but start paying out these distributions. So we need to think about this. This calendar year, 2018, the market's lousy. Okay, The market's down. If you're up this year, God bless, superstar. You must be picking individuals because overall the broad indexes are down. Okay, However, 
you're going to be getting a distribution from your mutual funds, whether you want them or not. So money you're going to have to pay taxes on, income that's going to show up on the tax return, whether you want it or not. And these distributions can run as much as just a, a couple tenths of a percent, depending upon the fund that you're in. But here's a couple funds here that Vanguard has that it's going to be distributing over 10% of whatever the fund is worth. That's a big deal. That, that means that's income. It could be significant income that's going to show up. And I'm not talking about your IRAs, not talking about your Roth IRAs, but a lot of people have savings that are invested in mutual funds and those distributions. Okay. What, however, so when we take and start to put the puzzle pieces together is we need to watch for those distributions because that's going to be income that you've otherwise not been able to calculate until right now. They're all giving you what those distributions are right now when you're trying to do year-end savings. And if you've done a phenomenal job at savings over the years, and but you don't never know what those long-term distributions are going to be, those long-term capital gain distributions, you got to know them. That's, that's the number one thing. The second thing is, this year may be the year that you may want to try and find some of those losses to offset maybe some of these distributions that are going to be coming, where at the same time, you may want to be selling some of those funds you may have to offset some of those gains that are coming that we were not expecting. And the last thing we throw out there as well is that David and Karen and myself were big fans of what we call our ETFs, exchange-traded funds. Resembles a lot like a mutual fund, but there are some differences that are out here. Because let me read this to you, because Vanguard has a, has a bunch of mutual funds, but they also have ETFs. And a lot of times they have the same mutual fund as they do an ETF. But one of the big advantages that an ETF has, and again, an exchange-traded fund, as opposed to a mutual fund, is they're typically managed in a more tax-advantaged situation. And this is right from the Vanguard site. It says... Uh, let me find this here, is that all distribution funds not listed did not expect as of October 31st. So again, there's probably about 70 or 80 different mutual funds here from Vanguard. It said funds not listed on this sheet as of October 31st, 2018 to distribute a capital gain, meaning these are the only ones they expect. Also, we do not anticipate Vanguard ETFs will distribute any capital gains in the year 2018. That's a big deal. Again, we, it's our job as educators and advocates out there as we share with people. Sometimes a mutual fund makes sense, but a lot of times we love to use ETFs because now, of that exact couple, same situation. You had mentioned a couple of times, and quickly because we're up against a yeah. break, 1031 was, the, was when October 31st yep. is when that was released. It was, by, was released, yes, sir. We're 12 one. We're December 1st, so we're, yep. we've got five weeks left in the year That's right. to be able to make a decision or react based on the information you're going to get that's or you've it. already received. And that's why we sprint through the finish line through December 31st where there's so many things that we need to gather to start making all these educated decisions. Um, and that's a big deal. Those capital gain distributions can derail a lot of different plans when we talk about uh, efficiencies from a taxation standpoint along with health care, et cetera. And again, as we can move on to the second half of the show, I'm sure we'll touch on more of it as well. Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show with David and Brett today. Karen is enjoying uh, her, her Saturday morning off this week. She'll return next week. We'll get to a commercial break. When we come back, I'm going off script for our next segment. Back in a moment. And back here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, as we come to you on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. Don't forget next week, three workshops, December 3rd, December 4th, 
and December 5th at the West Whiteland Township Building on the 3rd, the Haverford Community Recreation and Environment Center on the 4th, and the Indian Valley Library in Telford on the 5th. A busy week for David, Brett, and Karen, and the entire uh, Thrive organization, who, as Brett uh, mentioned, uh, David, in that last segment, um, you're very busy. It's a sprint uh, to the finish. I want to jump off script, if I can. Uh, you know, And Brett kind of bounced me there in his conversation, and I didn't know whether or not I was going to find a place to have a conversation today. Um, we always talk about information and, and educating yourself on information and, uh, and, and then trying to understand it. And there, there's so many different articles that are posted out there. And I was, uh, during the week, um, bounced up to an email on, I think it was on the Drudge Report or something like that, but it was, it was, it was an article on Barron's, uh, and the headline was, it might be better to take Social Security at 66 instead of 70, here's why. And so I started to read the article, and I just thought it would make for great conversation today, because I think the articles are good to create some dialogue or some conversation, but you can't react right away when you read the details that are in an article. Is that That's a great statement? point. Yeah, because the answer to, you know, taking it at age 66 might be the best, right? And the answer is, it might be, depending on your situation. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, I, I said this last week on the show, I think, and I said it during one of our workshops. What we have today is we've got tons of data, but what we have is a lack of wisdom, Right. Because, you know, it, yeah, I mean, if you look at your cell phone and if you happen to have an iPhone and you pull up, you know, if you if you have a stock ticker or you got Apple News, I mean, you could read the same topic presented in 14 different ways in about three minutes. And you know, half of them are contradicting them. And that's it. That's the thing. One says one thing, one says the other. And what people lose sight of is that their particular situation is different. Right. Uh, and and I, it, it is very frustrating. Brett brought a Kramer, you know, and, you know, at the beginning of the Kramer show on CNBC, you know, um, they put out a disclaimer that these are the opinions of and do not take financial advice. Everybody's particular situation is different. But so many people react because, you know, what they there, there's this concept out there, John, I'm sure you know about it. it you know, it's kind of this celebrity causes people to take action as gospel, right? You know, the words that come out of a celebrity's mouth, and we see it all the time. You can get, you know, you can get somebody who's quote unquote a celebrity talk about a particular handbag or cosmetic or a car or whatever it is. And the next thing you know, there's a trend happening and it may not really be the best thing for you. Um, and there's a lot of science behind that, a lot of psychology behind that. And there's a lot of people that utilize that. The reason I tell you all this is it's just important as a, as, as a consumer, as an investor, as, as someone who is either ready to retire or is in retirement, that the decisions that you make today are, are more permanent than decisions you may have made in the past. Or you had time on your side, you could have made some mistakes and so on and so forth. But you know, you got one shot to make the right social security decision. That's what started this, right? 567 different election choices to optimize the benefit that you receive from social security. Sometimes it makes sense to take it earlier. 
sometimes it makes sense to wait to the last possible minute. It really depends on so many other variables. Yeah, and I just don't think you can even make that decision until those variables are discussed with somebody who knows. And I know that we proudly profess that we educate and want to continue to educate. That's the constant. You as an individual have to be willing to accept the education, accept that process so you can make better choices. And the other thing too is not to just take somebody's opinion, right? The one thing about our social security recommendations is they are backed in science. We have an algorithm-based software solution that we take all the parameters you know, of someone's retirement, we plug those into the computer, and that spits out the best math. Now, where the art comes into play is Brett, myself, Karen, and the rest of our team here, is we will look at that and see if that syncs up with all other elements of that puzzle. And if it does, then we're going to say, yes, that's the best way to take Social Security for your particular situation. If the math is good and it still gives us the right way to maximize, it still might not fit. And we're going to say, that doesn't work for you for the following reasons. And that'll give you the way to make that best choice. And here's one, here's two crowds, exactly what David just said. That's an example when we meet with either one or both spouses, I've never even started collecting Social Security. We had a brand new client come into us. They became part of the Thrive Army, who was already working with an advisor. Both husband and wife were already both collecting Social Security. Life was done. There was nothing to do. There was not an opportunity for us to do a Social Security maximization report. However, what had happened was Mrs. had started hers at age 62, and Mr. had started collecting his at the age of 66. She was first. He, he went second. And he started collecting it about six months ago. What had no one had ever pointed out to them, including the government, the Social Security Administration, and their current advisor, and their accountant, is that Mrs. was actually now entitled to a pay raise. Why? Because half, when you are a spousal, when you are a spouse, pardon me, you are entitled to what they call a spousal benefit. Or what that means is that if your own benefit isn't at least what half of what your spouse's is, you will get the greater of the two. So, but she was not entitled to collect that spousal benefit until her spouse started collecting benefits. So again, it's something people are like, ah, there's nothing I can do. I've already started. We've already started both collecting Social Security, but it's always making sure that you're collecting the right benefit in which you're entitled to, whether it's a widow, whether it's a divorcee, whether I filed first, my spouse went second, just like that. It's always just going through, the, 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 peeling back the layers of the onion. It's not just investments. Everything needs to fit together. That's a great example. A great example. Yeah, I had one last week as well, which was really kind of astonishing to me. Um, you know, the gentleman had started taking Social Security earlier. His wife had not yet started taking Social Security. And when we ran the report and did the analysis, the recommendation, he had already been taking it four years, was for him to actually suspend his benefits. Stop taking it. Let her start hers and delay his I mean, if you, know, if you kind of saw it on paper, you'd go, geez, that's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. But when we did the math, it absolutely worked and was our recommendation that they adopted. And it turned out that her benefit would end up being bigger. Her widower benefit, after he passed away, she would get his benefit. So that was going to be, everything was a plus. 
if they would adopt that strategy. And that was a function of them coming to one of our workshops, coming in and sitting down through a first appointment, getting to know us a little bit. Uh, they shared some financial information. You know, again, we didn't need their social security number. We don't need brokerage state numbers, any of that stuff. And then we took that data and ran our reports. And in that second appointment, we showed them all this. And they were, I mean, they were literally were blown away. They were like, you know, why isn't more and more people kind of getting this information out? And, you know, again, that's not a question we can answer, um, but we know that we do. And that's why we want to stay the course. I've got to urge and encourage the listening audience uh, to, to do it, to, to go to a workshop, to, to get the information um, that you are willing to provide. It is absolutely, absolutely unbelievable to me um, and so necessary for people to do. Brett, I'll give you the last word before we get to the break. Well done. Good good, good, good example. Yeah, again, we try our darndest on, on the radio show and during our workshops to try and talk as much layman's terms as possible. But again, you hear so much information and it ends up sometimes becoming paralysis by analysis. But that's why we offer that complimentary Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review because we take all those potential puzzle pieces and we say that doesn't apply, that doesn't apply. But guess what? This applies. And this is very important given your situation. So that's what we encourage everybody to do. Whether you whether you meet us at a workshop, whether you hear us on the radio, whether you dial in 800-516-5861, or you reach us on online at meetthrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, com. Just a great way to, to meet each other. As we go to the break, you know what I love most about it? What's that, Joe? Here's why. The here's why part of the conversation, which will allow you as an individual or a couple to understand. Well done. Well said. Good job. Uh, sorry to get off track there, no, perfect. Uh, for a moment. When we come back, David uh, will jump into the conversation. This is Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. And as your December gets underway, welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much. For tuning in to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, along with David Bazaar and Brett Elam, I'm Joe Krause, and the vacationing Karen Bazaar, who isn't actually on a vacation, but she is enjoying uh, the morning off, and Karen will uh, return uh, to the conversation, uh, not only in spirit, but in reality, one week from today. So, Joe, we're going to talk, um, you know, everybody's favorite topic, taxes. And, you know, we spend a lot of time and our workshops are oriented. And even though our workshop is tax efficiency and retirement, we cover so many elements, right? We talk about pensions. We talk about um, investing. We talk about the markets. We talk about Medicare. I mean, there's, there's a lot of topics. And, you know, we only get about an hour and 15 minutes. And like I said earlier, people come in with questions. A lot of times they get them answered. But more often than not, people are walking out with more questions. And I think that's what causes people to want to come in for that complimentary consultation. And like Brett said in the last segment, the easiest way, you know, just go to our website, thrivefinancialservices.com, kind of, you know, kind of cruise around on there a little bit. And if you guys have any specific questions, you can get us at info at thrivefinancialservices.com. Send it and we'll cover them on the radio. You know, if you got questions, uh, help out your, you know, your fellow listeners, uh, send those in and we'll address those on the radio. Um, We're happy to to do that. So again, I'm going to jump into taxes a little bit. 
And if people do call or go, we can get this information out. And this this is going to be a lot. This is kind of an encapsulated um, summary of everything that happened in 2018 from a tax standpoint. What you got to think about this coming April to make sure. So let me go through a couple things. There were four big changes, right? So new tax laws impacted everyone. These are the four really big changes. And this was 500 plus pages of information and tax code to get this information out. So it's a lot. Number one biggest thing overall, tax rates are lower. While five of the seven tax rates drop by 2 to 4%, the income ranges of these new rates fluctuate quite a bit. So people have got to review where your income now fits using the new tax code chart that we've got. Okay? So, but for most people we talk to, taxes are definitely going to be lower. Uh, another thing is exemptions are primarily gone. The $4,050 income reduction for each exemption is now set to zero. Yes, zero. So your taxable income is now that much higher for each personal exemption you took in 2017. So that's something definitely to be thinking about. Standard deductions are virtually doubled, though. So to offset the loss of the personal exemption, standardized deductions are now higher, $24,000 for married joint filers and 12000 for single filers. And then the last big change is the, ta- uh, the child tax credit for, for almost everybody. So the popular child tax credit is now doubled to $2,000 and with higher phase-out. So virtually every taxpayer with a qualified child under the age of 17 will see a credit on their tax return. So those are the four big changes. Let me jump into itemization. Big question, will I itemize this year? So many itemized deductions are either eliminated or reduced in 2018. In addition, like I said, standard deductions increase dramatically. So here's what you got to kind of know. Um, let's see here. So you potentially may no longer itemize if your tax return has the following things. Miscellaneous deductions, including unreimbursed business expenses, Home equity interest for funds not used to buy, build, or substantially improve your home. Casualty losses, unless in a federally declared disaster area. So think about everything that's been going on. A lot of people used to write those things off, might not be able to do that this year. And then state income, property, and other taxes greater than $10,000, you won't be able to write those off. Now, likely to itemize, so people that might still have some itemizations, despite the changes, these things might be there. So if you have really high medical expenses and charitable contributions, you might be itemizing those. If you have a home mortgage, um, and if you're single and either own a home or live in a very high tax state. So these are things that should be fully reviewed by somebody who understands the tax code, whether it's, you know, these are things that we do in-house for people. Um, So these are things that people should kind of be considering. The other things that I think are important, this is kind of interesting, right? So moving expenses are gone. Um, you know, people, you know, especially during retirement, you know, moving from, you know, kind of where they've been living to that forever home scenario. So moving expenses can no longer be deducted by most taxpayers beginning in 2018. Now, only those serving in the military relocated as part of the ser- uh, part of their service can actually deduct those costs. So you got to be careful there. Um, retirement contributions still really a good bet for most people. So we encourage people to, to be doing that. 
Uh, business people that are itemizing certain things on, on different schedules, not big changes, but like mileage rates in 2017 were 53 and a half cents for each mile that you could write off. That's now up to 54 and a half cents. So just a little bit of information there. And then what we want to make sure is people don't forget the following things. And we could talk a little bit more about this, but tax return filings can often be delayed by missing items. So here's a list of different things that people tend to miss. Uh, form 1095 which is the healthcare form. So you'll need to prove your health insurance coverage once again for 2018. This is done with the form 1095. So make sure you receive yours from your health insurance provider or employer shortly after January 31st. Okay. Um, Education form 1098T. To claim educational expense deductions and credits, you must prove that you paid by providing this form. These are things that people forget. Uh, any business income, 1099 miscellaneous. You got to make sure that gets included. Uh, investments. Now, while many brokerage firms are now providing the original cost investments that are sold during the year, many transactions lack the proper historic cost value, you know, the cost basis. Um, so that's going to make your calculations wrong. So you're going to need to provide accurate information of this activity to properly record any gains or losses on your tax return. And they're looking for that now. So you got to be really careful with that. And then signed e-file authorizations. So should your tax return be filed electronically, it cannot be done until you have reviewed your tax return and sent in your electronic filing authorization form 8879. So those are things that people tend to forget and that delays the actual filing. Let me cover two additional areas of topic. This is this is one that I think is going to have a little shock value for a lot of people. If you happen to be in a situation um, of divorce, let me read this to you real quick. The taxation of alimony will change drastically starting in 2019. So here's what people need to know if they're experiencing this. The new rules, any divorce agreement effective after December 31st, 2018, will be subjected to new rules for alimony. These are this is the main pieces of it. Alimony is no longer tax deductible for the payer. Wow. That's big, right? That's real big. Alimony is no longer taxed as income for the recipient. That's very big. So, this, you know, it's really favorable for one person. So, don't run out and get a divorce. Like, you got to be, yeah, try, yeah, seek counsel, try to make it work, or it's going to cost significant, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, alimony will be much less affordable for those paying it, while those receiving alimony will not have to claim it as income. Those are huge changes. So what do you need to do to make sure, right? So so the new agreements only. So I gave you the dates on it. Anything after uh, 12-31-2018. So these new tax rules only affect divorce agreements completed after 2018. Tax treatment of agreements made before the end of 2018 or earlier won't change. I guess the real lesson is go get divorced really, really quick yeah, right. or don't. It, it, there's no kind of in between there. And then um, you got to kind of understand your situation. And, and I'd really advise people to get tax help if that's going to be the, the situation. And then lastly, and quickly, we'll go through this new tax rules for small businesses. So um, new business deduction, there is a new 20% small business income deduction. This new tax benefit has many limits and qualifications, which should benefit most businesses. Brett and I can attest it's a big deal. Many complications, many hoops to jump through to make sure you either do or don't 
qualify for that. Really important, could be a huge deal. Uh, revised capital expensing rules. And there's a lot of people, David, not to cut you off, there's a lot of people listening on 1210 that are small business owners. There's a, so it's an important it's it's important just to understand that one bullet point that yeah. one line. And I want to tell you we got you know we knew this when the tax code got changed. So Brett and I sat down, we studied it extensively. And I'll be honest, and this is not a dig on anybody, but we ended up explaining it to our business accountants. They didn't really understand. We went out and did some due diligence. We did some testing. We got some opinion. And I can tell, you know, our small business listeners um, that, you know, we, we always talk about second opinions. So, you know, don't just jump in and take the first opinion, even of your accountant of 25 or 30 years, because uh, everybody does, you know, people do make mistakes. I can tell you that we kind of know what the testing is and we went through it to make sure that we qualify. Uh, so if anybody has questions, we're absolutely happy to help them with that. That's good stuff. This is Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We've got uh, about a minute until uh, we get a chance to say goodbye. Uh, Brett, I'll give you 30 seconds of that 60 available seconds. Yeah, again, we got a busy week uh, coming up here with workshops. Again, we'd love the opportunity to uh, to meet you or, again, any of these topics, that, uh, whether you met us at a workshop or whether you heard us here on the radio show. Again, if you're like, what the heck did they just say? Reach out. Just give us a call. We might say, hey, you, you, that's not that doesn't apply to you. Or just come in. Again, a cup of coffee. And um, it's complimentary. It's complimentary at the end of the day. David, last 10 seconds. Yeah, you. I just endorse what Brett says. You know, we're very open. We're easy to get along with. We like to have the conversations. We know what we talk about. You know, neat thing about us is we don't have to do this. We get to do it, and we love it. Yeah, that's a great way to, great way to end the show. And those workshops are on 12-3 uh, at the West Whiteland Township Building in Exton, 12-4 at the Haverford Community Recreation and Environment Center in Haverford and on 12.5 at the Indian Valley Library in Telford. That's going to do it for Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Special thanks to our Thrive Army for tuning in uh, on another Saturday. For uh, Brett Elam, for Karen Bazaar, for David Bazaar, I'm Joe Krause. See you next time, everybody. This program is a paid commercial announcement and in no way represents the views of WPHT or its management.